Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Forward Maryland. My name is Bill Woodcock. This is Monday, November 11th, 2019. Veterans Day, Armistice Day, Remembrance Day. Uh, it is a day that around the world we give thanks to all of those who have served in our nation's armed forces. And I would like to kick off uh, the show with also my heartfelt thanks. Uh, I've never served a day in the uh, uniformed service of the United States of America or any other country for that matter. But, uh, but I, I certainly have the utmost in respect and love for those who do. And so, uh, you know, and so uh, thank you for everything that you have done and continue to do uh, to keep our country and our world um, a safer place. Here's what's happening. So um, this is, you know, in, in my blog, uh, there were some very well-received posts, which were called Some Things I Think, and then the day's edition. And so it wound up being me opining on just random things. Uh, the inspiration were, you know, Larry King's U.S. Day Today columns where, you know, he would write things like, you know, if Meryl Streep doesn't get the Best Actress Oscar, something is seriously wrong. By the way, at movies, I really like Raisinets. Or are you a Snowcaps person? By the way, malt liquor is very heavy on the palate. You know, and, and it would just be things like that. Things that were kind of connected, not really connected. Um, you know, my cervical, my cervical vertebrae seem out of whack. Um, isn't the platypus a fanciful creature? You know, it, it would be stuff like that. It would be just things that really didn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but for some reason, it was entertaining. People liked it. People read it. Uh, and so that's what I did in my blog. And doggone if these did not become some of the most popular uh, blog posts I ever had. So here comes uh, some things I think uh Veterans Day or 2019 edition. Oh, and by the way, screw you, Alibaba, with Singles Day. That's just a friggin' Chinese, you know, fraud that's been Chinese government fraud uh, made to uh, made to uh, try to force people to forget about, um, you know, everything that their armed forces do for them. So. Uh, screw you, Alibaba. Screw you. Uh, so some things I think Veterans Day. First off, screw you, Alibaba. No, no, no. But uh, actually, I guess it was first off, screw you, Alibaba. Did anybody out there in listener land actually uh, participate in the Alibaba Singles Day sale? It was supposedly um, advertised as the Chinese uh, version of Cyber Monday. Um, you know, I, I have a little bit of issue with uh, many Chinese commercial entities because many Chinese commercial entities are supported by the Chinese government. And, you know, if you think that, uh, uh, let's just say that Americans would be aghast at the amount of and the volume of state-supported industry as what goes on in China. But it does power the world's number two economy. 
And uh, let's not forget that China owns a lot of our debt. And in 2008, they were kind of close to calling it in. Uh, so they are still an economic superpower and they are still an entity that we're going to have to deal with or else uh, the American 20th century is going to turn into the Chinese 21st century right quick. And I don't think there's anybody anybody who's going to like that. So uh, I'm not nationalist by nature, uh, but I am very wary of... Um, you know, are uh, being nice to people who don't have our best interests at heart. And uh, I'm not sure the Chinese government has that. So, uh, you know, so there's a thing. On the much better and brighter news, uh, how about those Baltimore Ravens, everybody? Uh, we're past the halfway point of the NFL season. The Baltimore Ravens are now eight and, uh, no, they are um, seven and two. And, uh, and uh, have another game coming up on Sunday against the Houston Texans. Uh, the Ravens are an especially dynamic team to watch, uh, thanks to Lamar Jackson, the uh, quarterback of the Ravens. Um, I don't think, you know, there's a lot of stuff about football, why people don't like football nowadays. But I don't think you have to be a football fan to watch this young man play. Um, he looks like he's just having an incredible amount of fun playing the game, and he plays it at an extraordinarily high level. Uh, the Ravens played the uh, uh, Cincinnati Bengals this past Sunday, and the Bengals are a terrible team. They haven't won a game, and, and that streak continues. I think the Ravens beat them something like 49-13 to 13 on, uh, on Sunday. And um, Lamar Jackson just put on a show. Um, he's a much more accurate and stronger armed passer than a lot of people give him credit for. Um, but what he is more known for is his raw athleticism and playmaking ability and ability to improvise and his ability to run. And uh, he had a 47-yard touchdown run against the Bengals, um, which was just a thing of beauty. Uh, first off, he ran the ball straight up the middle, which is, you know, for even though he's 6'2 and 200 pounds, um, you know, he was going to get creamed uh, by some 6'5, 250 linebacker. Um, but he ran the ball straight up the middle, uh, came up upon a linebacker and faked him right out of his shoes. Just, you know, faked left, went right, and the linebacker bit and wound up grabbing air. Then he came running up about 10 yards later on two uh, defensive backs from the Bengals who were, who were uh, closing in on him, and he spun. He spun uh, counterclockwise while moving to his right, and uh, got, you know, evaded both of them and then ran away. Uh, he actually pull, pulled in front of his own running back, who himself is a very one of the best running backs in the NFL, uh, and pulled away while running into the end zone. Uh, 47 yards straight up the middle. Uh, this was incredible. Uh, he's the fastest player on the field uh, for either team. And, and fans, uh, football fans in Baltimore are going to have a lot of fun watching him play for the next 10 years. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to uh, keep his body healthy. He hasn't had to endure uh, many big hits 
Um, he doesn't put himself out there to get clobbered by defensive players. And uh, hopefully he'll be relatively free of injury and he can enjoy a very long career. Um, you know, Michael Vick was playing in the NFL. Of course, uh, Michael Vick had a break from the NFL, uh, but he was playing up until the age of 39. And I don't see any reason why Lamar Jackson cannot do that either. So Baltimore sports fans, you're going to have a lot to cheer um, for the next, uh, I would say, seven to ten years to come. And speaking of things to cheer in Baltimore sports, um, you know, ye who hate the Baltimore Orioles, uh, you can read this in Weep. Uh, Baseball America has put the Orioles into their top ten uh, organizational rankings for coming into the 2020 season uh, based on the prospects who the Orioles have in the system, uh, both many of the prospects who they obtained via trades back in 2018 and also their draft class of 2019, uh, which is headed up by their number one overall pick, Adley Rutschman, who is a switch hitting catcher who hits with power and calls a good game uh, from behind the plate. Uh, Add to that the fact that the Orioles are going to have the number two overall pick in the 2020 draft come June, and a lot of other young talent who they will be bringing in, both via as free agents, as international free agents, and also through next year's draft. And things are looking up for the Oats. You know, they improved. By seven games this year, they only lost 108 games instead of 115. Uh, I'm thinking they're going to lose about 95 games uh, this coming year. Uh, And then um, 2021, 2020, you know, 2021, I'm thinking 500. And who knows, 2022, 2023, uh, we can see the Orioles in the same place as where we see the Houston Astros now, except not losing to the Nationals in the world series may be winning it um and besides houston's been in two of the last three world series that does not exactly suck so uh good things coming down the road and uh from camden yards and we will see uh what the future holds there it's gonna be a long-term investment those fans uh speaking of baseball the nationals had their world series parade last week which was awesome i watched a lot of it on television And then uh, a week ago today, uh, they went to the White House and um, were greeted by President Trump. And uh, a lot of people were pissed off on social media over um, some of the things that the Nationals, a couple of the Nationals players said and did at the uh, at the White House, uh, giving Trump a number 45 Nationals jersey. Uh, Kurt Suzuki, the one catcher for the Nationals wore a red MAGA hat at the visit. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman, the longest-serving national, uh, made mention of, Mr. President, thank you for everything you do to keep us safe. And people thought that was a lot of kowtowing to the president. They certainly were in disagreement with the political aspect, the MAGA hat and such. And, I mean, I saw people on Facebook go off with, that's it, I'm done with the Nationals, I'm not going to be a Nationals fan anymore and such. Uh, so a couple things I think about that. First off, I think the politicalization of the visit is sad and it's unfortunate. Um, it was also something the president wanted. So let's not forget that. However, the players are grown men and they had a choice and 
at least one of them uh, decided to uh, make it political. And so that's sad. And frankly, I always thought Kurt Suzuki was a bum catcher anyway. I mean, he sucked with Oakland and he really wasn't all that good with the Nationals, just came through timely. Uh, so there's that. Um, but to invalidate and to criticize the Nationals for going and for giving him the jersey, no, 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 no. That, let's not do that. That's not cool. Um, you know, remembering the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl win in 2012, you know, they, they went to visit President Obama. They gave Obama a 44 jersey. Uh, this is what the championship teams do. Um, so, you know, much love to Sean Doolittle, the uh, Nationals reliever who chose not to go to the White House due to the president's uh, behavior about uh, towards people with disabilities and, and others. Uh, there were several other players who chose not to go to the White House, including, very interestingly, a number of the uh, Latino uh, stars on the Nationals. Uh, and, you know, one can speculate why they didn't attend. And so good for them, uh, but also good for the Nationals for going. Um, that was at least a faint remnant of the life we had pre-11-9-2016 uh, 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 when this turkey was elected. So, um, you know... I, I don't have any problem. I have individual problems, but I don't have any problem with what which, what the Nationals did. It's not really that big a deal. Uh, on to a little bit more uh, policy-driven things now. Um, so the state of Maryland has come out with its picks for the third Bay Bridge span, and uh, it's they're, they're, the options are quite unimpressive, I have to say. Larry Hogan has once again done a great job at uh, making the crowd go mild. So the two uh, picks of the 14 spans that I had previously uh, talked about on this podcast and uh, in my blog are a third Bay Bridge span at the location of the current two spans or a, uh, a route a few miles south which would, uh, which would facilitate driving towards Easton, uh, but that would be about it. So the latter, and, and that also would leave, would go from Anne Arundel County over towards uh, Queen Anne's and Talbot County. So um, I have to singularly applaud Governor Hogan for coming up and his administration for coming up with the least creative ways possible uh, with completely trashing all the other alternatives, not even looking into the validity of maybe creating some ferry routes, uh, say, across the Upper Bay, uh, maybe something that could help uh, spark economic development on the Upper Shore or uh, east in the part of Baltimore County, the Middle River area, um, you know, these are the, the most vanilla white bread sort of options one could ever come up with. So congratulations to Larry Hogan for that. Of course, the big justification behind the third Bay Bridge span where the current two bridges are is, well, you know, there's a lot of traffic and there's a lot of traffic. And so this would help alleviate that ton of traffic. Um, but this is 
you know, this is concentrating uh, traffic where it already is, and it's only going to make traffic worse where it already is. And I, I think that the state is missing a huge opportunity here to uh, put them, you know, the, the shore is ready for more economic development. You know, we're not talking about, uh, you know, building houses on every acre of available land on the eastern shore of Maryland, but we are talking about, you know, making the eastern shore a little bit more accessible to the folks on the western shore. That's not a bad thing. Uh, but instead, this administration has made it a bad thing. And once again, the Hogan administration underdelivers a promise it makes to do something really innovative. And we will see if people keep leaving this administration up off the mat. I, I have a feeling that it will. And I think it's sad. Uh, things that are not sad, however, are the holidays. And uh, I personally encourage you to go out uh, these next two weekends and shop to your heart's content. Uh, these next two weekends, the two weekends immediately before Thanksgiving, I find to be the most fun shopping weekends of the year. Uh, the parking lots are not packed, the stores are not jammed, and uh, all the selection of merchandise for the season is available and on the shelves and on sale. So uh, you owe it to yourself to go out there. If you mean, if you're still a brick and mortar person, and I am now mostly an online shopping person, but if you're still a brick and mortar person, um, you got to do it. You know, you got to take advantage of these next two weekends. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan. First off, I don't like that stores are open on Thanksgiving night. I don't like that stores open six o'clock p.m. on Turkey Day. I think that sucks. Uh, Black Friday, I mean, the midnight thing, eh, okay. Uh, not my preference, not my thing, but if it's a thing that you want to do, okay. Sadly, there's going to be, you know, stories the day after Thanksgiving of some fool who, who shot somebody and killed someone, you know, at a Walmart for a $200 big screen TV or some fa somebody who got killed over a video game. Good Lord, there was, uh, you know, unrelated to shopping, there was the guy in Prince George's County who stabbed another man to death over the Popeye's chicken sandwich for crying out loud. You know, it was just horrible. It's terrible. Um, and, and so are these things for stores and, and shopping on Thanksgiving weekend. So for God's sakes, please just go and shop uh, this weekend and next. You got time. You're going to enjoy it. What are you waiting for? Um, and with that, uh, that is my closing rant, but, uh, I still have one, I still have some gas left in the tank. And so let me tell you about some of the upcoming shows, uh, we're going to bring, or I am going to bring another unabashed, uh, episode of podcast excellence, uh, later on this week, uh, I am personally thinking, um, oh, either uh, Wednesday or Friday this week, I'm going to foist upon you another solo edition of Forward Maryland. Why does the voice go down so low and sound so soft when I'm doing that? I don't know. Uh, anyway, and then on Saturday of this coming weekend, so Saturday the 16th, Jason Booms joins me uh, as we break down one last time before D-Day, before Decision Day, 
the uh, Howard County School Redistricting kerfuffle, the latest and greatest uh, breaking news. Uh, we have invited a special guest to join us. We'll see if they show up. Uh, it's not Scott, so chill it out. Uh, and then uh, again, uh, in a couple weeks after that, uh, we're going to start to be bringing you, uh, we have many other uh, potential um, guests lined up as candidates for offices in various parts of the state are becoming to become known. Uh, you're going to be meeting a lot of those people on this air, or rather I should say on these electrons. So uh, look forward to that and look forward for much greatness to come from the halls of Forward Maryland. And from Forward Maryland World Headquarters in Columbia, Maryland, this is Bill Woodcock signing off. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.